0: Hey, you guys, welcome back to Confidence of Coffee. I'm your host, Ashley Henriott. I'm really so honored to have you here. If you would take a quick second and you would hit that subscribe button, leave a review, a rating, a comment, share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me in it so I can share with you the value that this podcast and this community has brought you. I would be honored to connect with you in that way. Uh, Here lately, we have been reading reviews on the podcast that you guys are leaving. And today's review is from Rebecca. She talks about how the episode of how to read your Bible and study your Bible has helped her tremendously. It has helped her in a practical way where she can truly enjoy reading her word of God. And she loves the authenticity of the message. And she just feels like she's a part of the conversation. If you want me to read your review, then you have to leave one because I would love to do that. I would love to see how this is helping you. You guys today, we're going to be talking about boundaries this whole month of February. That's what we have been covering is boundaries and burnout. And today I want to talk to you about boundaries and relationships and how do we apply those in a healthy way. And this takes, this has taken me years to journey through and how to do that. This is taking me years and how to adjust in a way that is healthy for me, healthy for my relationships and healthy for the other person while keeping my heart pure. Uh, This helps you protect from offense. This helps you protect from division. And so those things are important if we're going to walk in our calling. If we are going to walk with Christ we have to be aware, alert, and intentional with how we live. But I want to tell you who we're dedicating this podcast episode to. Since we're talking about boundaries and how to be more intentional in our living, I am dedicating this episode to Magic Mind. This is something that I'm sharing because it has helped me tremendous. And it has helped me with productivity it has helped me with anxiety and depression. It's helped me have a more clear mind. These little shots are not only tasty, I have them with my coffee in the morning. I put them right next to me. I take a shot. It has 12 ingredients that helps you with focus. It helps you with energy. It helps your immune system. It has a natural source of caffeine, which is matcha. And it has helped me with my anxiety. So I struggle with ADHD And you guys, this, if you have struggled with just having clarity or staying on task or remembering anything, if you're one of those people that are drinking energy drinks and you have those crash or those jitters, for me, when I I would have to stay on caffeine, but I would also have to deal with the anxiety that comes with that and the crash that comes after. This has helped me keep my energy up all day without any crash, without any jitters, without any anxiety. And it has really helped someone who struggles with ADHD and distraction and anxiety more than anything that I've ever tried. I actually saw that they talked about this on the Joe Rogan show, and I'm not a big fan of the Kardashians, but apparently they do this too. And I'm surprised it's not as big as it was. And so I want to just share this as we're really talking within creating boundaries for ourselves, taking care of ourselves. There are boundaries in how you take care of your health. My family and I are being more intentional with what we put inside of our body. And so this is something that I add into my daily routine for my husband and I. And so it cuts down our coffee intake. And this is a boundary in a tangible way that I would recommend to you. I stand by this to add. I partnered with them because I love it so much. And I have the ability with my following to do so. And in that, I got a discount code for you. They have a discount on their website. If you go to Magic Mind, then, if you get a subscription, if you put the code in Magic Mind, if you put the code in MAG, so they have a discount code on their website. So, if you go to magicmind.com, they have a discount code called MANKIND, M A N K I N D. And if you get a subscription, you get 56% off with that code. And that's a 30 pack of these yummy little shots. And if you just want to try it out first, then you get 20% off with that discount code. So highly recommend. And if you don't like it, you can return it within three or four days, money back guarantees. I don't think that you're going to do that because this has absolutely changed the game for me. I've heard numerous people talk about it on social media and other podcasts, and I it has helped me. It has made me feel better about myself, about my day, I have created better content. My work shows for itself in adding this into my routine. And so that's what I dedicate our podcast episode today. Let's go ahead and get into it today. You guys, we're going to talk about boundaries in relationships. This is going to be fun, isn't it? Listen, you guys, today's episode, I want to talk about relationships and how it is a fundamental part of our lives. We are called to have relationships with other people biblically. Yeah, you're never gonna get through this journey alone. A lot of what I've done to get to this point and where I'm going have involved other people. And so how do we create a life that allows for the healthy people in our life who are actually for us and make us feel safe? Safety is very vital to the security of your servant. And so how do we Create relationships while avoiding unhealthy conflict, stress, and even harm from others. I want to talk about how to establish those relationships that are healthy and that don't carry those negative things in a very practical way. And mostly just rooted in Christ, because that's ultimately what our whole life should be rooted in, is Jesus. If people look at you and they don't see Jesus in you, Then you probably want to do a little bit of self reflecting to make sure that everything you do is in alignment with Christ. That's what we're called to do. And the Lord wants good things for you. And so I bet you he has a better plan for you than you do for yourself. And that also includes relationships. So I want to start by defining what boundaries are and how they're important in relationships. Boundaries are the limits and the guidelines of how. We are treated. I heard somebody say this quote, and it talks about you a boundary is basically a fence and how someone can and how someone treats you or has access to you. And it's a guideline in how to protect ourselves, not just emotionally, but physically and spiritually, and making sure that it is for the good of us and our well-being rather than the negative. And so they define where we end and others begin. And they help us maintain healthy dynamic in our interactions with others. This is not about selfishness. It's about self-respect. And so are you respecting yourself? Are you respecting your calling the way God has called you to do that? If the Lord gives you An anointing, and we all have a calling and anointing on our life. It is our job to protect it from the access of others that are not called to that. And if we're giving everyone access to our anointing, it will only lead to destruction, burnout, confusion, and just further away from who God has called us to be. And so, as Christians, We can look at boundaries as biblical, because that's what they are. Boundaries are biblical, and we can use the Bible as guidance on setting those boundaries in our relationship. We want to make sure that we're maintaining healthy interactions, y'all, and the dynamic of how others treat us. And so when I think about this biblically, from a biblical perspective, I think of Proverbs 4.23, and it says that we are instructed... Instructed. So instruction means that it's an obedience calling, which you're called to do something out of obedience to Christ. And it says to guard your heart above all else because it determines the course of your life. No pressure. But are you guarding your heart from those who don't care for it at all? Are you guarding your heart for those who barely care about their own heart? And so this verse emphasized the importance of protecting our hearts and setting boundaries to safeguard our innermost part of being, which is where Christ lives, is the inner parts of who we are. And we have to guard that. We have to make sure that we're guarding the righteousness of Christ. We have to make sure that we have the right armor on and guarding our hearts to this. So how can we practically implement boundaries in our life and in our relationship? One essential step to this is to communicate our boundaries clearly and assertively. This means expressing our needs, our preference, and our limits in a very respectful, non-emotional, direct manner, without fear of rejection of conflict. And I'm going to name an example. Hold on. So my th- therapist really helped me with taking my boundaries to a whole nother level that I didn't even know was necessary. So we love in-laws. Everybody loves toxic in-laws. Right? And I have a few. And my husband and I would fight over these things. It honestly almost cost me my marriage. And my some of my in-laws were very passive-aggressive and just judgmental. And I hated the way they saw me. I never understood it, but I would always bring my frustration to my husband and say, we need better boundaries. Can you believe that they treated me? Do you see that they're treating me this way? And it would cause us to fight because what is he going to say? And he has stood up for me many times, but at some point, you have to accept people for who they are. And I thought that I did. I thought that, okay, I accept them for who they are. I accept how they see me, but I won't let it affect me. What I didn't know is that it was affecting me because of my negative perspective of them, which is what my therapist pointed out. She pointed out, Ashley, and I would go back, what they've got caught treating me like this, like, why why do you want me to see them in a positive way? And she said, listen, you, they not only see you in a negative way, but you see them in a negative way. And it is affect those boundaries. It is affecting how you feel. It is affecting and how you let this affect your life. And I didn't understand until she made a point about an example, and she's if your in laws bring up a comment saying, I don't know how your husband comes home and cooks away from work, instead of letting that bother you and bringing emotion in it, you just say, well, He goes to the kitchen. And it's not, it's literally setting a boundary in your brain that n- does not let you emotionally go to a place that would affect you. It is taking things for what it is. It is what it is. So whatever they say, if it's any kind of passive aggressive statement, I just don't understand this, take it for what it is. He goes to the kitchen and he cooks and accept that's truly accepting someone for who they are. That's what they've done for years. That's who they are. That's who they'll always be, but not letting it affect you in a negative way. And it probably does if you see them in a negative way, because now the emotion is in on it. And what I used to tend to do is what makes me a great coach, what is a gift of mine can also be destructive for me. Any gift that God gives you, the enemy will try to use it to destroy you. And my gift is I can analyze and I can break down behavior. I'm very empathetic. I have a lot of discernment. And so I tend to do that a lot. And it's really been great in how I coach people and how I mentor people. I can break down behaviors to get in depth into a trauma or a past that is a trigger for them to heal and to deal with. Where it becomes negative is when I am communicating with my spouse or there's an emotional tie. And if I see something as a negative thing, I will bring the emotion in it. And so instead of looking for things for what they are, I've now brought in analyzing and breaking down any kind of text, being like, see, because I'm looking for it subconsciously. I'm looking for them to treat me that way. And really what's in depth of that looking for that, projecting that is truly the insecurity that you feel about yourself. This can be an opportunity for things and situations and conflicts like this to actually address them by checking in with yourself. This is an opportunity to check in and hold yourself accountable because you're looking within and you're like, wait, am I a bad wife? No, I'm not a bad wife. So it gives you the ability to not only have power over that situation or control but also it gives you the ability to remind yourself who you are and build on to that foundation that you are good and you are not what people think and then it doesn't affect you though that is real in depth confidence that's like another level of confidence that the enemy does not want you to have because we think that if we accept someone for who they are we accept them as a negative thing And then we have a dislike for them. But God calls us to love everyone. And loving someone is not accepting a behavior, but it is accepting that the person will behave that way, but it does not have to affect you. And the best way to do that is to take the emotion of that situation out of it. So if someone says, I just don't understand how my kids will not stay up after nine. That's great. I love that for you. And rather than what are they saying about me, you just check in with yourself and say, and the way to do that practically for me, my therapist helped me with this, is to describe it out loud, to describe what they said out loud. So if they said, my kids will not be up after nine, if I look at that for what it is, that's awesome. I love that for you. Thanks for sharing that with me. And not letting it bounce back onto you or a reflection of who you are, just taking it for what it is. Not letting it come into you and tying it emotionally because then now it has control over you and it will affect your life. It will affect your relationships. And so for you to have healthy relationships, whether close or not close, you have to look at some relationships as transactional in regard of business and not emotion, and making sure that you're taking these opportunities to check in with yourself. It is vital to maintaining a healthy lifestyle in which you protect your spiritual being, your mental being, and your physical being, because this can also Cause harm. It's just destruction. Then we, what do we do? We sabotage or we confront or we get dramatic. Maybe there's a fight that's now involved that has gotten physical altercation, or maybe you're self soothing by overeating because you truly don't feel confident that you're a good mom or you're a good wife. And so it is important to use those opportunities that make you feel you're feeling those insecurities. Push them back down and use that as an opportunity to remind yourself that, no, I'm a good mom. That is what it is. I'm a good wife. Because you don't need anyone to tell you that. You don't need anyone to validate you or protect you. And I was looking for my husband to protect me. I need you to protect me in this. But I don't. I need to protect myself. And I'm the only one that can. I'm the only one that can protect myself. And there's this illusion that we need a protector because that's what we've been fed culturally over time is that we need someone to protect us, but we don't. We need to learn to protect and love ourselves and that be enough. And God wants you to get into a depth of confidence so much so that you genuinely look at yourself and you truly see yourself the way Christ sees you the way the father God sees you through his son. And the best way to do that is to check in with yourself and use those opportunities that make you frustrated or offended or sad or hurt. Use them by taking the emotion out and reminding yourself who you are, because then you've taken back power and you've taken back control that the enemy wants to use against you. And so we have to make sure that we are setting boundaries when it comes to relationships in recognizing and honoring our own worth and value. So when we have a healthy sense of self-worth, we're better able to assess our boundaries and advocate for our needs. So remember, as children of God, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and we deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. Boundaries also play a really crucial role in maintaining balance and harmony in our relationships. What do I mean by that? When we set clear boundaries, remember the fence, the line, we establish mutual respect, trust and understanding with others. Understanding is accepting that they mean that's who they are, that's how they function, that's how people see things, and they mean well. And when we can do that with respect and dignity, we have power. We have control over ourselves. We are in alignment with Christ and how he would handle those situations. Mm -hmm. And so when we establish that mutual respect and understanding with others, addition boundaries actually help prevent resentment and frustration from building up over time. And this is another level of maturity that we're going to have to reach to get to where God wants us to be because we are going to have issues like this. It is the world we live in where we have to be able to manage these things in a really healthy way. And so a lot of misconceptions or common mistakes in this about boundaries and relationships is that one is that it's selfish. There's a misconception of a boundary that it is selfish, it is unloving, or you'll hear people make trending sounds about you're in your villain error. But in reality, it's actually really healthy for you and the other person where you are establishing that boundary. And so it's essential to fostering your healthy relationships, not just negative ones, but the healthy ones as well. Having a mutual respect for someone that you genuinely want in your life. If you want that person in your life, you have to establish boundaries because it is preserving your well-being and theirs. And that is truly how you love your neighbor. So another misconception is that boundaries are rigid and inflexible. They cannot be moved. But you have to be able to have boundaries that truly can be adjustable and flexible. And so while it's important to have very clear boundaries, they should also be adaptable and responsive to the needs and dynamics of each relationship that you have. Flexibility allows for empathy. And we can all have the ability to be empathy. More people are, there are more people who are more empathetic, but that can also be a weakness and a thorn if we are not confident in who we are. If we are not founded in our self-worth and we have respect for ourselves, it can lead to self-blame, self-destruction. And so it is important that we are flexible to allow a healthy amount of empathy and that is the key component, actually, of an effective boundary setting is to be open to flexibility in each dynamic of your relationship. Finally, you guys, I, you know, let's talk about how to navigate those boundaries and navigate boundary violation when it comes to our relationship. When someone crosses our boundaries and it's bound to happen, it's essential to assert and communicate. There is healthy confrontation. It is important that we assertively communicate our discomfort and reinforce our boundary. However, it's also important to extend grace and forgiveness as well when you are assertive. And so you have to recognize and accept that everyone in that situation matters and everyone makes mistakes, even you. And so when we extend, hey, that was that's not okay with me. I'm very uncomfortable talking about this with you. Also, if they're like, oh, I'm sorry that offended you, you have forgiveness and grace. It's okay. I forgive you. I'm glad that we could clear that up. You're not excusing the behavior, but you're allowing it to be forgiven so it doesn't have control and it doesn't birth resentment or offense. And so I want to encourage you in all of these things that we're prior that our relationships are reflection of who Christ is and everything in every relationship that we are reflecting the nature of Christ. And I want you to establish self-respect to create these boundaries to protect your self-worth. I I want you to do that by remembering that setting boundaries is an act of love, both for yourself and for others. With Christ as our guide, he is the best example of boundaries. And we can cultivate relationships that honor and glorify him. So, if anything, write down your relationships today the ones that matter and maybe the ones that hurt you that you haven't dealt with and then write down any recent misconceptions or confrontations or offenses just recent ones not past ones but just a recent one pick one and say it out loud describe it and then accept it for what it is while accepting that person so you can establish that clear boundary. Thank you guys for listening again to Confidence in Coffee. If this was helpful for you, I want to hear from you. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ashley Henriot. And to take it even further, I love you guys. So I want to help you establish these boundaries. I've created a, a guide, a webinar. And it's free and it helps you describe these confidence killers. It's a one hour webinar free to you. And if you register, you get access to my five days to a more confident you ebook. That's my gift to you. I hope that it's helpful and encouraging. Remember, with Christ centered boundaries, you can experience deeper connections and greater fulfillment in your relationship. Until next time, take care and God bless.